Welcome back to Nil Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas, watching Frank disassemble his, um, like, his pop filter on his microphone as the intro music is playing, so it's going to be a good episode, you all know that. Uh, tonight I am drinking uh, this really fine Dasani, it's a good vintage uh, year for a bottle of water that I stole from my parents' house, um, so yeah. It's uh, it's going to be an even better night if my uh, sinuses don't clear up pretty damn quick. I think I might remove my face. I just I might go full on Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, and do a face off, dig in my sinuses, clear them all out, and then attach a much more handsome face back onto my head. You're 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 going seam cervezas because you're sick. I'm just not that I'm sick. I'm just not well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if it wasn't for this, like, from cheek to cheek and from top of my nose to the top of my lip, I would be perfectly fine. But it's that, like, yeah. fucking four by two inch, like, stretch of my body, which in the big yeah. scheme of things is a so real small a percentage. Phase. That's a wide face for those trying to visualize in their car right now. I have a big head. It's got a big pancake face. <laughs> It's not a pancake face. There's dimensions in between there. You get one of those big hotcakes you get where the, at the restaurant they only serve one. Big moon face, the, kid. The double stack is the one pancake. They're like, sir, if you need two of those, you'll probably check you in here for diabetes before you come back. So, yeah, uh, if my sinuses weren't, uh, sorry, if my sinuses weren't jacking with me, I would be drinking beer tonight. But I think I'm going to take the night off. And just hydrate. I even brought beer out. Like I was gonna do a little mix well, mixology maybe, maybe do with beer. Water and then one beer and then water the rest of the <sighs> You say I don't even want to waste the one beer. Like I got I, I got given some beer. I won beer from an Instagram giveaway before Christmas. This Oh man. Yeah, I know. It sounds as exciting as it was. So those of you did who you are good I mean, did they give you good beer though? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Beerstagram giveaways, that's a thing uh, in the beer Instagram community that I'm trying desperately to gain acceptance in. I mean, I'm like a middle school kid, like trying to eat at the at the like cool kids table, and like, hey guys, you guys send me some porch bombs, hashtag porch bombs, bro. Anyway, a dude actually from I don't know, honestly, I don't know where the hell he's from. Uh, one a two pack of like these special Christmas beers that I posted to our story uh, before Christmas. I mean, they literally, literally arrived on December twenty third. Oh wow! Yeah, it was it, so. It was a a beer that was brewed uh, by a brewery in England. Then they came to America and brewed. Wait, wait, wait! Brewed by a brewery? Yeah, yeah, it was brewed by a brewery. So <laughs> it was a brewery in England. I said so. Thanks. Wait, but they arrived that quickly? So, let me finish. Questions. You're like fucking Larry King over here. I'm not done yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. You meant well, I'm sure. So, it, it, this brewery is no longer in existence. These bottles are from 2015. 
the beer was brewed originally in England and then again here in the States as a Christmas uh, present. So specifically for Christmas time and really only given to friends and family. It's called a Burton Ale from Ballantine Brewing Company. Ballantine was then bought by Pabst in the okay. early 2000s. And I think it was brewed way more frequently and uh, distributed largely. However, this beer is 11.3% and it's an old ale. So it's like a big malt bomb. It's the scotch or brandy of beers in that it's pretty well fortified. It's going to stick around for a while and really develop some weird, you know, cool flavors as time goes on. Almost no alcohol heat. But anyway, all that aside, I got that on December 23rd, but my allergies were so jacked up then that I didn't want to drink it. I didn't want to like waste waste that beer experience on my crappy stuffed up stuffed up nose, which I still have like what, 2 weeks later. It's, it's terrible. Anyway, I fought through so, it. I, I fought through it with some Flonase and some heavy, heavy doses of uh, sinus medication, and enjoyed the beer on Christmas Day. So, all is I mean, well. That's, yeah, so your sinus thing has been going on for two weeks. Yeah, it's not good. It's off and on. It's literally. I don't know, Frank. You know, when the temperature here in North Texas goes down to uh, twenty degrees, then it goes up to fifty-five degrees, and then back down to. 13 degrees within four days really kind of jacks with my head a little bit. Is it possible you just have the sinus flu deal going around? Because I have had sinus issues for about that same amount of time. Not not deep in the paint sinus issues the whole time, but um, yeah, it's it's not it's not been fun. This has been a pretty bad year for the flu and all the kind of stomach bugs and everything and well, I, work I in... finally committed this year and got the flu shot, only to find out two days ago it's only effective to 10% of the flu. Oh, yeah, no. I got the That's flu not... shot last year as well and got the flu as on top of that. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if it was free, which it was for me, I'm not I'm not complaining, but 30 bucks only to get sick later. Yeah, it's no, not, not cool. Not cool at all. Uh, Frank, so are you imbibing this evening or are you taking are you Um, taking on a different you know a a, a different a different move tonight are you drinking i don't know straight vanilla extract this evening you know so i walked into the uh grocery store and i was like you know maybe some almond extract tonight oh mix it with a little water sounds terrible well then i thought about it twice and i was like yeah Maybe that's a little too hard in the paint. Uh, so I went down to the local brewery here, Two Wheel is the name, and purchased, uh, well, refilled one growler and purchased another because I figured, you know, it's two growler kind of deal. It's not, not a bad idea. Right. So I got a growler of their porter, which is fantastic. So I had one of those with dinner. Um, and then I got a growler of their Race Point IPA, uh, which I know a couple couple episodes ago, I was hard in the paint on IPAs. I still am hard in the paint on IPAs. Um, unless you give me a good value IPA like this. Like it's a very drinkable, not not super in your face IPA, a little bitter, um, got some citrus to it. It's nice. I like it. So big ups on Two Wheel Brewing Company. They make a good IPA. I <clears throat> 
I've actually I really wanted to go visit them whenever you come down to to see y'all. But I don't want to be that guy who's like, hey, it's really great to see y'all. Can we go to that brewery down the street? Or how's that, how's that going? Because I've done that. I have done that. When y'all used to live out in Dripping Springs, I came down to visit. And I was like, no, cool, 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 cool. For sure. Let's go to Jester King. So, yeah. uh, But their, their, their Instagram page is pretty cool in that they brew pretty well all week. And they really open yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays when they have like their open brew days. But their tap room is open seven days a week. Yep. At least from what I can tell. And... And I'll be honest, he, the dude, he's a former engineer, so he's not, he's not a trained brewmaster. So I, I thought today, like, hey, I'd give him some props. He, like, went four to five months without going in there to buy additional beer because I had just gotten a little tired of his beer. I was buying it in restaurants and, and whatnot. And <clears throat> I, I, I had a, well, tasted three different beers, had two, um, and every single beer is significantly better than when he started brewing because obviously you learn an incredible amount uh, over three three thousand hours of doing this. Mm-hmm. So he's he's honed in his skills. He knows like what components he can adjust to make the beer taste better. He's had bad beers. He's had great beers. Like this this Race Point IPA is a great beer. It's it's still getting honed in, but it's a great beer. Like it's, it's as it is a very, very good beer. So um, yeah, I, I was very happy. So I, I went in and I was like, man, your beer at the beginning was very drinkable. It was fine, palatable. Like it was a good beer, but you've gotten a lot better um, over the year. Um, and it's not to say that you didn't start out good. It's just that it's significantly better right now um, and much more consistent. So yeah, it was good. Well, that's awesome. No, I, I we we talked about supporting local businesses and local breweries in particular, and that's one of the things that you brought up. Like, you know, give people a sh- a shot, and you did. So that's I'm I'm I'm, I'm proud well, of you, Frank. Look at you. Well, it's significantly easier because he's right down the road from me. If he were across town and I went a year ago, I probably would have never been. <laughs> if he was, if he was a block further, dead to me. He's yeah. dead to me. <laughs> if I had to cross a major thoroughfare, not happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, listen. It, it kind of sounds lame, but I stopped going to Total Wine in Louisville, Texas, because I had to cross 35, like going north. And I'm like, that's a job, yeah. No, like I would rather get home 20 minutes earlier than deal with that. And I'll just buy, I'll buy beer later. It's, it's a pain. I justify stopping by Lone Star on the, like in Carrollton on my way home because if I go there, then it won't take the toll road. So I feel like I'm saving money going to Lone Star rather than take the toll road on the way home. You know what I mean? The Lone Star Tap House or Cap House? No, the, their bottle shop. They have uh, Taps and Caps is their uh, growler bar. I try to save that for oh. special occasions. But nice. no, I'll stop. No, I'll I, st- I didn't know they... So wait, got to be different people in the family owning the two licenses. No, because they're both off-premise sales. Oh. So, and honestly, you can have an on-premise sales location, uh, license, and an off-premise sales license. And that's not a problem. You're still selling to the consumer. Oh, you just can't go across tiers. Yes. You can't be a distributor and uh, on-site or a, a supplier and off-site sales. Even nice. though technically there's loopholes that you can get around that. But that's for another cast. 
different family members having different licenses. Well, no, in in some states, if you're under certain pers- like certain number of barrels produced a year, you can sell up to a certain percentage of your total beer produced on premise, like on on location, oh, nice. on site. Which is well, cool. Um, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, which is cool, uh, unless you make really really good beer and you refuse to send it anywhere, and I have to drive over to Fort Worth. And that really pisses me off because I don't like driving to Fort Worth to get really good beer. Sorry, it was very specific. Was it worth the drive? Was it's very specific. It? Um, sometimes it is, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Well, I mean, in that case, that's, that's okay. Anyway, sorry. That was very specific no, to no me. Worries. And uh, I'll, try to, I'll try to not uh, not let it keep <laughs> me down. How, was your, how were your holidays, Frank? I know you did some traveling. Hol- yeah, no, holidays were fantastic. Had the family over for Christmas. Made some great food. I really enjoy cooking over the holidays. So um, made a lot of really good food. Had prime rib for Christmas. Had venison. Had duck. Had uh, made a venison chili for the day when everybody arrived. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Did you use beans and corn in your venison chili? I always use beans, never really corn, because I find that corn gets super mushy. Oh, so you do long, um, long chili, slow cooked. Well, you're doing venison, long, so it's a little, it's a little different than just browning some turkey meat or hamburger meat up. Yeah, that's a good point. So what I what I ended up doing is I take the, so the 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 slow cooker that I've got, and it was some some do, but not all have a saute setting, mm-hmm. right? So mine's got a saute, so it, it gets warm enough to where you can brown onions and whatnot. So I do the, the onions, the celery, uh, carrots, uh, some chili, peppers, the jalapeno and serrano, garlic, and I saute all that stuff together. Then I add the venison, add some spices, add salt, pepper, tomatoes, um, and tomato sauce. And then I let that simmer for a couple hours. And while that's simmering, I start prepping the beans to go in. Um, And then, you know, because you got to soak beans in like boiling water. Because I I do the raw beans. Because if you do the raw beans, as you slow cook them. They cook. Well, they cook, but they also don't overcook. Mm. Someone likes biting into a bean and it's like mashed potatoes. That's a perfect bean. Uh, So... It, at the end of your chili process, do you look at the beans and say, we started from the bottom, now we're here? I always say that. Okay, good. As long as you're always. hitting all the good points. Never an exception. I actually, I, I actually give them a pep talk right before I open it. Good. And then I like to take one and flick it at my dog. So you like to flick your bean? I do. I do. I like good. to flick many a bean. Good, 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 good. The good, more good. beans I flick, the better. Good, I love that. And I'm good. It's a life motto, really. Um, so, uh, yeah. So after I'm done flicking several beans, I um, I do have um, other people taste tests first, right? Because people are brutally, brutally honest if you ask them. Like, hey, do you think this needs anything? I think it might need some stuff. And then I taste it. And then whatever I agree with, I add. Because, um, I mean, some people, like, they, they like a little bit more spicy, right? But I know other people don't necessarily like so much spicy. So um, I find that that's a better way to get feedback because then I truly don't know what it tastes like. Right. It's feedback. 
Um, but yeah, so then let it simmer a couple more hours, uh, flick a couple additional beans, and then uh, your stuff's done. You always so, always um, make make room for an extra bean flick or two. That's good. You, well, you got to. I mean, if you don't have time for some bean flicking in your life, you've. Uh, well, I mean, unless it's not your style. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, you unless could you could shuck some corn. If you're into making tamales, you're going to be shucking, shucking corn. Corn is also style. It's else, right? Yeah. Some people enjoy yeah. chilies with flick beans. Other have shucked corn chili. Yeah. Um, and that's really just a metaphor for life. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, um, so you I had myself then. So. <laughs> you did have a good time with the family, though. Everybody, everybody got yeah. everybody got along. There was no major fist fights or anything that happened. No, no major fights. That's Kidney good. beans deluxe. It's good. By the way, um, in in that that chili, um, and then yeah, so that that was great. Then you've got the inevitable two days back at work, which is just dumb. Yeah, I did uh, the same thing. Get rid of that week, like just make it a permanent holiday. No one's working, anyways. Anybody who seriously went back to work and were like, "Oh yeah, let me start this really super important project today." work with so let's just stop pretending unless unless like, you're uh, like an emt or like a firefighter for sure go back yeah. to work though you can absolutely go back to work you can do that but you know like there are just a couple things that i think our generation <laughs> is just going to get rid of one of them is sitting at your desk without working Ooh. time so you can impress the boss like i think that's just going to go away uh the only reason um, i did it was because i've run out of vacation days so yeah no i understand but I, I mean like in, in all honesty if there's no work to be done, what 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 are we doing here, folks? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? So I feel like that's going to be done. And then also, like I said, this kind of like week of Christmas, week of New Year's, just make it a two-week sort of mandatory PTO or maximum halftime work period. Like, nothing gets done. Stop pretending. The meetings you have then never have quorums, so no decisions get made. Oh, we'll, we'll take it up after the holidays. Okay, so then why am I here? Like, there's just we're not here stuffing paper into rolls or something. Like, there's there's no production <laughs> going on here. Yeah. So what are we doing? Like, what? Yeah, I just I don't get it. Uh, so I spent a lot of time watching Netflix over that time period. <laughs> uh, it, Classy. It's pretty good. Classy. Um. Then I proceeded to go to New York City for New Year's, which was fantastic. Had a great time. Um, took a fantastic tour of the city. Went, took my wife through a day in the life of me going to work. I bet, I bet, Mrs. Frank was ecstatic with that because oh that sounds thrilling to me. Uh, oh God! Did you go you on the subway? Oh God! Did we ever? Oh, we buddy. took the subway. We took the path. It was fantastic. Oh my God! Yeah. The whole nine yards. I can't believe it, dude, dude. And and I took her to all these like native spots. You know, like oh, I gave, gave her the good, good. This uh, is the bodega. Um, a couple beans along the way, and then I hope not. Um, we well, it's the subway. You never know. Oh God! Right. No, you went to Subway. That was a sandwich shop. That was not on a Subway. Well, and I mean, with technology nowadays, you'd never really know if there was bean flicking going on anywhere. With technology? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You got remote-controlled flickers now. Ah, 
Good. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you say? I said, this is just stupid. This is silliness. So you went uh, New York City. Uh, you dragged uh, Mrs. I mean, Frank Brian, around. Everybody likes a good remote control. Nope. Kidney bean flick. I don't think that's what we're okay. Uh, so you 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 uh, you took Mrs. Frank around the city, gave her the sights mm -hmm. and so showed her the sights and sounds of the hustle and bustle and other catchphrases of Lower Manhattan. Of Lower Manhattan. Then, <laughs> well, we we really started in Jersey City. And then we took uh, Let's not do that. took the path down to Lower Manhattan, Drop took it, it all the way to Brooklyn. Oh, so you? it was good. Yeah, no, it was fun. That was day one. Did you go to uh, Milk Bar? We did not. Oh, okay. I refuse to support any more of that man's establishments. I'm okay. sorry. Mama Fuku, man, you've got one good restaurant in that city. It is expensive. I'd recommend anybody go to Co. Skip the rest of it. It's pretentious <clears throat> and way overpriced. Co. Co is worth your money the rest of it uh-uh you know you thought you didn't think noodle bar was good you didn't <laughs> no, wasn't worth it yeah uh <laughs> well the, i mean it was good it like that was good ramen but yeah. it's just it's ramen like what what can you really do here that oh, makes this worth 40 dollars? oh buddy jay is screaming at his phone right now because oh i got I'm him sorry. i got him fired up about some ramen over christmas it was hilarious oh, no. it well was hilarious. okay it, it is it's bone broth, right? Oh. So the base the oh. base of it is bone broth. And think about this. Like understandably, you can charge me forty dollars a bowl for some Wagyu bone broth. But I can't even tell the damn difference between a chuck steak cooked well and a sirloin cooked well. Or it, it really most cuts in general. Like it's it's steak. It's good. Right, like some's more tender than others. Sure, filet mignon may more tender. Yeah, but it's not. You think if you're gonna take the bone that that came off of and start asking me to like send the cow? I'm sorry, I just I don't get it. It's it's beef broth, it's pork broth, it's chicken broth. It's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. But it's like trying to charge me $40 for Italian food. I just get really angry at it. It's <laughs> basic, basic ingredients, and you're going to charge me that much. I just I just don't agree. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just whatever. Frank, I, um, I too, got together with family and, and friends. I got to see some, some old, old buddies that I haven't hung out with in, in a long time over Christmas break. It was really good. It was a good, it was a good time. We went and uh, checked out Rough Tail for their uh, – their special release of a of a beer that we, that Mrs. Brian and I really enjoy. So it was it was fun. Got to freeze our nards off in Oklahoma and then froze our nards off here in Texas. So you know, win win across all points. But you were you were inside for New Year's. I was inside for New Year's because I wasn't playing that game. Oh, except for when I was outside yelling at the neighbors and they're firing off fireworks. But we can get into that later. One thing, I don't think. Did you look at the stories that were on Instagram? Of all the fireworks that were going off in my neighborhood, yeah, yeah, you, you, do well. You actually sent us videos on the Facebook chat too, didn't you? Yeah, but there were more. Then, no, you, told, you told me to go to the Instagram to go look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did because you come. It was literally. It you would have thought I was in the middle of like a fireworks war. There was about three people shooting off legitimate fire fireworks displays in one direction. In the other direction, there was another two people, like two separate groups, setting off legitimate fireworks displays. In my neighborhood. I mean, 
That's, but you're not in an incorporated part of town, right? I'm, yeah, I'm also not in an area where they have million dollar homes where people have hundreds of dollars to spend on fireworks to shoot off on New Year's. I was well, more confused about what the hell we're doing with our time and money here. And also, <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning. Y'all got to shut up. Has that ever deterred some rednecks? Mm, okay. I, I, you know what? Sometimes I forget that I do kind of live out in the country. So that is a good I, point. I'm just saying, even out here where I live, it's, it, it's about as country as where you're at. And I'll see some just dumb stuff happen. Right? Like, <laughs> dude, dude, dude owns a truck that's might, it might be pushing six, $700 on the old uh, Kelly blue book, but he's trailing a dune buggy. That's about 10 G's. Yeah. That seems so about like, right. all right. Um, which one's your daily driver here? Like, but are hard to believe you work in the outback. Like, it's not, it makes no sense. Or do you do you do like what short short uh, long run rescues of people like remotely? I don't know what happened. So one thing that did happen over Christmas break was. Uh, sorry, sorry. I apologize. I've got a video playing of my little. Yeah, you do. Brother-in-law <laughs> snowboarding. His little brother, his, his brother-in-law is a, a young person, not a small person. I just want to make sure. No, no, he's like four. Yeah, our adjectives are are used correctly here. <laughs> the only one you really need to explain. Yeah. Um, no, so I I, I had um, hung out with my family, got to talk to my brother, which is, is always a time. Uh, I found out that he did a couple of ancestry tests, Frank. Oh, oh, oh my. No, no, no. Yes. And please, please tell me he's not 100% Aryan. No, 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 no. So uh, my last name, uh, we, we can trace it back to three brothers who came here from South Germany in like okay. the 16, 1700s. No, I'm sorry, 17, 1800s. Oh, you did native, native, native American. Yeah. We got here from the from early on, right? Okay, so... That's just the name. That's not necessarily our direct ancestors. So what we have found is that uh, you know he he ran two different tests. I think one of them may have been twenty three and Me, which obviously it, people have mixed reviews on exactly the the legitimacy of that of that uh, DNA Wait, test. No way. But he also you, did the. Tell me, I'm not ninety five percent. Native Chinese? Yeah, no, obviously not. No, he he did. He also <laughs> I, did a, the UCLA today. The UCLA like Human Genome Project, whatever that one is. The one it takes like six eight weeks to get your stuff back. Okay. Um, and they trace back to your furthest, furthest back ancestor. Well, it was pretty cool that he did both of them because they actually lined up. So it gave Ooh. more validity to the information that we saw on both. One of the things that we found out sitting around the Christmas dinner table. I'm just going to play this drop. Mazel tov, motherfucker. Brian's Jewish now. <laughs> yeah, so found out that uh, we are a pretty good percentage of Ashkenazi Jew, which oh, man. a little bit of research shows us that uh, that's basically a sect of Jewish people who left the Middle East back in like 10,000 years ago. It's a long, long while back. Um, but what makes them interesting is that their traits uh, are, are traced back directly to that group of people. 
because they interbred a lot, little questionable things that happened there. Uh-huh. But then they also combined with a large group of people, of Jewish people who left the Middle East and moved to Belgium. And when they started interbreeding between those two tribes, they produced this Ashkenazi Jew. Brian. Yeah. What? Brian came in. Yeah, I, I popped out. Uh, so that's interesting. We found that out about at the <laughs> at the dinner table, um, but it also came up that Judaism or Jewish, while is not a uh, a race of people, it kind of is in the fact that the culture is been around so long and is so intertwined that that's just another word for they like inbred. <laughs> they did. They did a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of inter. Intercultural or intracultural, intracultural uh, <laughs> breeding. Like bre- you're gonna marry a nice Jewish boy, Brian. <laughs> well, let's look around. That's all we have here. Yeah. Lucky for so, us, oh, there's 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 Sally, and that's it. Well, guess what's happening, Brian? <laughs> Dude, it, like looking at the numbers of, from the research, like the, the little bit of research that I did. It wasn't a lot. I'm probably 100% wrong in this. They were like, yeah, that's not what Ashkenazi Jew is. But the research that I found was literally, it was something like 4,000 people left and went to Germany. <laughs> like 4,000. Oh, wow. Not a big number. qualify for some uh, reparation money? Well, uh, unfortunately. Like some Saudi sake over there has got some money because of the I don't old think so. crusades back I, in the 1700s. I think, we, I think my, other, my, other, my ancestors further down the line might have ruined any chance that we have in getting that. Ooh, you're a walking contradiction. <laughs> yeah, little, little, yeah. Well, on my, other, my mom's side of the family, uh, we, we can run it back <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Irish, Scottish, and English. So... Oh is, gosh, is all over the place there. You're just fighting wars within your, With, yourself. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, oh man, that's deep. Actually, man. you're I think a lot I've, like uh, the Chappelle Show guy that's black but he's blind and he can't see. Oh, it. the white, ra- the the blind white supremacist, blind black, black. white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was. It's, oh, it is interesting the little the 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 research that I did to learn about like where the where where my people came where my cho- the chosen people came from. Uh, we it also shows up that I on, should, I'm sorry, huh? I'm sorry. Did I hear a we there? Yeah, we What's we the, oh, okay. We yeah. chosen people. Uh, yeah, so we the chosen as, a, people. as a chosen person, what percentage mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. are you? That it's like it's not important. We did. I mean, it's, uh, no, hold on, hold on. This is pretty important here. It's like seventeen or something like that. I don't know. You know what? Math uh, isn't important. Thirty-two percent threshold here to be able to claim yourself as a Jew. Nah. <laughs> Frank, you go try to apply for Frank, citizenship in Israel. There, see how that works out there, Broderick. Frank, Frank, Frank. My people are welcoming. Okay, like it's something you you people don't understand. <laughs> did you did you make sure there's absolutely zero Palestinian in you? There's like a, zero. There's, it can't even be traced back to the Ashkenazis. Like that's not what it is. Ashkenazi. One of them interbred. So, and it is a little unsettling that Nazi Nazi is the end of Ashkenazi Ashkenazi Jew. It is in a Z-I. I rest my case. Yo, I rest my case. traitor. Why are you trying to portray this as your new found being, Brian? You Ashkenazi. I don't think you heard my drop. It was pretty sweet. I even made myself a music bed, so when I'm talking, it sounds more legit. So that's the problem. That's that is the problem. What? You took that right out what? of a fascist playbook. 
It's not a it's not a playbook, Frank. It it's it's oh, I'm sorry. Is is my playbook a photo album with me playing on a swing set when I was a kid? Is that a playbook of American fun? I don't, I don't know. think so. Anyway, I stop trying know. to you, shit on my culture. You, you Soul Rose twenty three and me owning test taking son of a gun. I, so here's here's what's anyway to, to my point that I was making earlier. Uh. Turns out I probably should do some further DNA testing on the ones that show like precursors for some bad diseases, because there are some really rare diseases that come out as come that are basically traced back to those people. I'm like, cool. So I got that to look forward to. Some real, real degenerative shit is on the plate. So making sure. Incestuous nature of the culture. No, I mean we're talking like early onset dementia, Alzheimer's, some really rare Whoa. blood diseases that come out of nowhere. Those actually might be interbreeding issues, but deal with that later. So, and but you're I, only 17%. Yeah, 17. I don't know that that number is accurate, but regardless. Oh, one thing that we did not tell my dad, one, uh, we did not tell him that uh, we are like 0.1% Southeast Asian. And... Uh, <laughs> We figured Dad's nom flashback would kick in and he'd start punching people. So anyway, himself, I, himself, because that means he's point two five or something. Yeah, whatever that math works out to. So uh, I made this. That's gotta come from your mom's side. It's exactly what I said. I said, like we're sitting out opening Christmas presents, waiting for my dad to come in, and I'm like, I looked at my brother. I go, dude, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you bring up your you know our our southeast asian ancestry he goes i'm not bringing that up i go i'll double it if he doesn't blame it on mom <laughs> he's like no Man, we're never gonna do that so i'll i'll end it with my last stinger which i mean it's i mean hanukkah most people don't know but hanukkah ended a couple nights ago it's not important to you people but to my people it's very important mazel motherfucker Man. Yep, that's normally how we treat Jewish traditions. Mazel tov, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Mazel, motherfucker. Man, I think that's perfect. It's fitting. It's short, sweet. I, I yeah. I mean, I th- once you have the full uh, birthed right into the religion. Um, now, I do think there's a second step here, which <clears throat> is equally as important. We definitely should have you apply. Because um, if it's seventeen percent, it's got to be pretty close heritage. Uh, yeah, give give that a give that old citizenship to Israel application a shot. See how that works. Not gonna. They'll be able it. to confirm it. Not gonna do that. Um, not... You might have. You know, like how the Mormons send people on missions to go look at stuff for fun, <laughs> and then come back come back to the village. Shut up. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> In Israel, they'll bring you to the homeland and pretend like it's all there. Shut up! <laughs> the, the Mormons send people to go look at stuff. <laughs> Guys, I've seen Book of Mormon on Broadway. That's not what happens. They sing songs. They would. They'd have to send you to space first. <laughs> that's after. That's after you've uh, ascended to. The highest rank of Mormonism. Uh, it's yeah. Civilians don't know shit about Mormonity. No, they don't. They don't. They don't know it was founded in Missouri. It didn't exist before 1855. Fake news. You know what I believe? Mitt Romney <laughs> is going to be our Lord and Savior. <laughs> our America's favorite Mormon, Mitt Romney. 
No, you don't like Mitt? You don't like He's his... going to replace Orrin Hatch like the grumbling <laughs> idiot on <laughs> I think Trump might be the greatest president ever. He's I'm a... resigning tomorrow. <laughs> on an unrelated note, I'm resigning tomorrow. Yeah. Frank, that All might right, be that... your jowls need cleaning. I feel like you probably need to be no. intubated. You know what, Frank? From now on, like I want you to read like Yelp reviews with that voice. I want you to do everything in that voice. I was gonna compare him to like he's the Jer- he's the 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 Jim Ross of the Senate, but I think I think Orrin Hatch is his own awful awful. He's just a terrible human being. Like he's so horrible. Everything that comes out of his mouth comes with a way too much spit and then b it just it's it's as cutthroat as you can pro- possibly be like he's like poor people are just lazy and they don't even try hard enough anymore and they don't deserve welfare rich people deserve everything coming to them and and you're like all right warren that's that's one way to look at things in your cynical really ridiculous way but Whatever. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Mitt Romney's better. I don't know. Mitt Romney's kind of a weirdo, too. No, he's he's really weird. His dad was a lived in a cult in like a compound in Mexico, where he, uh, you know, practiced Mormonity with his with his people. You know, so he Super might weird. come to the Senate and piss good old DJ off, and he might. Build a wall right around that compound. Around Utah? Well, they already have a wall around the compound because they had some issues with some, uh, some drug drug kingpins down there. And yeah, but Mexico is it a way. Donald Trump wall? One that doesn't exist. No, but is oh. it a Donald Trump wall, Brian? Oh, branded. He, he Sorry. builds it bigger, better. Uh, I'm just saying. <clears throat> I feel like it should be, and then. Uh, you we'll know, send uh, good old Steve Bannon down there to run the project. Uh-uh, can't do that because him and Steve, Steve and DJ are on the outs. Wow. Did you hear that uh, your Supreme Leader is going to be announcing the most crooked uh, fake news newsy awards next Monday? I can't wait. Dude, I hope this is what we hear. Please what? listen to no be here left behind. Do you remember when he said that? He said all that I do. really cool stuff about you. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, is we better be top ten, and I, I would, I take his list, and then those would be my news sources. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Like... I, my hope is that they're not like some like ridiculously like left wing like I don't know black flag waving complete anti societal. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Unabomber type groups. They were like, okay, well, no one's listening to, hopefully, no one's listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I so, feel, I feel like that's kind of a badge of honor. Like if, if we were to be announced, I think we should treat it like we won a freaking like GABF award, or we won an Oscar, a Grammy. We stand up, we all give acceptance speeches. You know, do we at that point shut it down? Oh yeah, I think if we've topped. Win, we've topped. I think you've peaked. So, um, you know, I, I I had to frankly admit tonight, 
there are some moments that this man has had that just make me die laughing. One of them is him getting up in front of a dinner. I think it was a dinner. I don't know. He's wearing a tux. And him saying, Puerto Rico. Now, hold on. And then me... he says it like two or three different different ways. That gets me every time. Let's see if I can cue this we up. We're also praying for the people of Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. I don't like how <clears throat> when I mean this this may be me being white as shit and American as hell here, but I don't like when people do some really fucked up shit that uh like in front of a crowd of people that the crowd of people then has to like take a second. And, and laugh uncomfortably. Sorry, we had a we had an Amazon emergency here at the house. That's why I was silent. Please tell me you signed Mrs. Frank out of her Amazon account. Uh, better words have not been spoken. Yeah, it's good. It's cast. Yeah. Um. No, I like I like it when people say I like it when people say some like jacked up like borderline racist shit on mic in front of people, and there's like a legitimate like uncomfortable laughter that comes out of the audience. Everybody's like, ha, ha, he made fun of a... Well, a, a hold on, hold on, a, hold on. I honestly think, okay, here's here's what I'll say. The Puerto Rico thing, I think he was trying to be endearing, okay? Like, I honestly thought he... Because, he, mm. you know, a lot of people be like, Puerto Rico, whatever. Like, it's, it is a way of saying their country's, like, name that Puerto Ricans actually like if you do that. Like, that's, that is the pr- pr- correct pronunciation of their name. But... He slaughters it. Like, it's just so... And he tries three times, and you're like, this is so horrible. Like, Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I... Dude... You're... I, I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't stand him. I'll just leave it at him. <laughs> No, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. If 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 there was any if there was any there have been two or three things that have made me laugh. That one consistently gets me cuz everybody knows it's so horrible, right? And and just so not the right way to even. I'll be honest, there's a morning show here. It's it's a sports show. Sports radio show. <laughs> and it's a younger, a younger dude. I, I want to say he's like 28, 29, but he's got that Puerto Rico thing queued up as a hot button. And whenever someone just completely slaughters the pronunciation or grammar or whatever, he hits it and he goes, Puerto Rico. <laughs> it just gets me. So now that thing just gets me. It's uh. too funny. Uh, I if there was anything else that he did that was endearing, maybe I would believe it. But I, there's nothing. I don't think he has the capacity to do that. It just annoys the shit out of me. So you 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 think he meant to be not correct and racist? I think he meant to be yeah. I mean not or racially insensitive because that's not that, racist. Yeah, it's not racist. Yeah, it's not. But yes, like just completely insensitive to the people who've been hit by a major hurricane okay still don't have power let's go throw bounty paper towels at them yeah i mean that part is absurd yeah for sure i mean yeah i I don't think there's a part of his 
like mis miscalculation of the whole thing that then didn't turn into like complete revenge over anybody that you know crossed him did him wrong in the whole thing yeah no, I... <clears throat> so I don't, I don't disagree yeah there 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 probably was some cynicism but still one of the most hilarious mispronunciations of Puerto Rico I've heard oh it's epic a just disastrous moment for him just disastrous amongst many so <laughs> That one gets me every time, though, Brian. It gets me every time. Every time I hear that, I just crack up laughing. Whatever gets you through, man. What, whatever, whatever gets it's you just through. Too horrible and too good. Puerto Rico. I liked when he mispronounced America. United States. Oh, that's the one that they he, thought he was like having a stroke or something. Right? Yeah, but I mean, he's talking over his dentures. I mean, anytime you hear people make straight wind sounds, like they're, I don't know, if you're a kid and you're like, hey, how's the wind go? And they're like, anytime people are making that noise, they're talking over fake teeth or their teeth are about to fall out. You can also hear when people are talking with veneers that just got veneers. So they're not used to how their tongue hits those fake, uh, hits those teeth. Yeah, they like this, this, yeah. Yeah, there's there's some affectation with the, their speech pattern, and I know Mrs. Bryan. Well, she's not listening to this part. Uh, she would be screaming at the at her phone as well, like you know what you're talking about, and I don't. But I'm pretty good at picking up on when people are having a hard time talking yeah, over their it. teeth. You can hear it. This, I, I I lived well, lived, worked, and lived. While working at a <laughs> an assisted living facility, you you can hear the one, like they, they get like everybody in there gets to a certain age where you need to get dentures, and normally it's like uppers first, then lowers. Um, but they'll they they don't like I don't know if it's something with Medicare or whatnot, but they'd rather pull the teeth and give you dentures and just give you like inserts, right? Yeah. So because I think that the going assumption is eventually it's going to be everything. So just pull them. Right. So regardless, they get these new dentures and they don't always, as with most people follow the instructions. They don't keep them as clean as they should, but more importantly, they don't necessarily apply the, the goo or the strips correctly. And then these dentures move around and you'll constantly hear them go. <laughs> like I'm trying to get them to stick and stuff. Clicking it's it's into pretty place. funny. Uh-huh. Um, and then one of the things, one of the key things to dentures is a, ah, uh, yeah. If you hear a lot of spit coming through, that's mm-hmm. that's normally dentures that that do that to people. Yep. Oh. So, but it's it's hey man, we all get old. Everybody will get dentures at some point. Honestly, like shit. We think through the number of people who deal with cavities and crowns and bad teeth and all that stuff. Just <laughs> pull them, get some dentures. Who cares? I. <clears throat> would like to think that the person who's leading this country uh, would be of an age and the mindset to, like, I don't know, take care of themselves a little bit. I mean, you don't see me running for office, clearly. Brian, but, but, did you not hear the latest? What's that? His dentist gave him a full medical clearance, so we should not be concerned. Who's his dentist's name? Dr. Crentist? Dr. Crentist. No, Dr. Crentist. Crentist the dentist. Mm-hmm. Are like you kidding that. me? Are like you that. kidding yeah. me, Dwight? He's actually fifth he's a fifth avenue dentist. Well respected. That's an office. Upper reference. east side that's of a, the Bronx. That's an 
deep inside office reference when Dwight lies to Michael and says that he's going to the dentist to get a root canal. And then when my, when Dwight gets back, Michael hands him some peanut M&Ms and Dwight starts <laughs> eating them. And he's, <laughs> Michael starts grilling him because he knows he went and saw Jan and on <laughs> highway 39 or whatever. He stopped. She stopped at exit 45. There's an Ann Taylor outlet. He'll be there in two hours. <laughs> What's your dentist name, Dwight? Crentist. Crentist the dentist. <laughs> anyway. Yup. That show is too good. That Crentist. show is too good. Well, Brian, um, are you, I'm guessing you're not having any beer tonight? No, I'm not. I finished up my Dasani and my uh, Ozarka that I had here. I honestly, I had, like I said, I had I had good intentions. I was going to crack something open, but honestly, I'm just going to, I'm going to wait. I may have some this weekend, regardless of what my, my uh, sinuses are doing, but. <laughs> and then I'll check in AAA on Monday. Force a beer um, upon myself. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, I just need it for sustenance I'll at this point. Cry a little bit um, afterwards. Tell myself to get over it. I was asking for it. <laughs> a lot of victim blaming happening. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's going to be just me punching me. myself in the face. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I just uh, cracked beer. Well, cracked, poured my... I've just poured half a beer, so it'll be two and a half tonight. Um, yeah, definitely recommend Race Point IPA. It's a good one. It's a good two-wheel, uh, two-wheel brewery brew. And what I will say <laughs> about two-wheel that um, I don't think most in the area would find as being nice, I guess. Um, it's a very small brewery, so their tap room is tiny. Yeah, it's in like a garage, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's a U.S. steel building. Like It's it's got mm-hmm. a very startup feel to it for a brewery, which I feel like most people now starting a brewery invest about $2 million too much to test out their concept. Yeah. So yeah. there's some reasons behind it, but yeah. Yeah. There, I don't doubt there are reasons behind it, but if, if you make decent beer and you can sell the beer to some restaurants and bars and kegs like five, one, two did that to me is worth more than having people come to your brewery and come visit this two $2 million investment. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Seems it's it's going to depend. A business risk perspective. The, the latter is, <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah well there's a there's a market for it but it's you've got to make good ass beer to drag people out in the middle of nowhere to come taste your product you know so but, two wheel did it right got a small little brewing operate not not small brewing but small everything else which is nice and they usually have, have music out there which is cool so yeah so two and a half of those tonight. That's about all I can do because it's eight percent. So oh oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. I hear some Definitely. heavy. I, f- I hear some heavy breathing on the line. Do we have Do we have our special guest tonight? As as we're yeah, oh, you got it. Boba Fett's here. That's Jabba the mother nut. That's good. Jeff Sessions in the house, bitches. Oh, that's right. The Keebler Elf. <laughs> the charm. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the. Uh, it's the dude that joins in the last twenty minutes of the podcast, like a surprise. <laughs> Did you bring the butter cookies, the shortbread cookies? Mm-hmm. No, I brought a uh, 
Sierra Nevada, though. Ooh, nice. Uh, don't well, tell Don't tell Frank's brother-in-law. He'll shit on it harder than, I don't know, morning after Indian food. Yeah, that's, pr- that's pretty mainstream beer. Yeah, he is all not for that. What, what's, <laughs> what brand from Sierra Nevada? Well... <laughs> What? Let me just let me just show you. It's Natty Light. Oh my God! Jesus! What does it say? Summerfest. (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) It's been a minute, but it actually tastes pretty damn good, surprisingly. Well, yeah. Yeah, Still one or two ways here, but you've still you've still got you pooping it before you drank it. No, Brian, you, you kept it in the fridge, right? Yeah, it's been in the fridge. Yeah, it's fine. It'll stick around for a while. Okay. It's when you leave it out on the back porch for like three months and you're like, oh, I forgot about this. And you throw it in the fridge and you're like, oh, it tastes like dog shit. Yeah. Leaving my summer beers on the back porch. I don't know. Oh, dingleberries. I left it on the back porch. Oh, dingleberries. Your, 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 oh, snap catchphrase is dingleberries. Yeah, why not? Okay. It can be anything you want it to be. Uh, Parker. Yeah, you will not believe what we learned about Brian tonight. Oh. You want me to play it? I'll play, I'll just play the drop. All right. Mazel motherfucker! Brian's Jewish now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the synagogue, got married. Did an, um, an my brother did an ancestry test. Mm-hmm. Two of them, um, both of them came back Jew positive. So, uh-huh. got wow. that. he's gonna start applying. He have, he did. Have you told the rest of your family yet? Yeah, I think they already know. Uh, <laughs> it was me who didn't know, Parker. It was me uh-huh. who didn't. Definitely. Know. I mean, he's kicking himself in the panty pants now because he missed out on some uh, scholarship money for sure. Dude, you missed out on a hell of a bat mitzvah. Most right? likely free admission to isn't, Baruch College in New York. It's a good school. Isn't that in the bar mitzvah where you, like a thirteen-year-old kid gets blown by a prostitute? Yes, yes. that's it. Okay. In your Jewish tradition, you that's... should probably you should probably derade bar mitzvah and bat mitzvahs. I heard that's a really good way to carry favor and get all the benefits that you deserve in life. Well, they're gonna really love my tattoos. Yeah. I don't have that in the point two percent Palestine that came back. It wasn't point two. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, Frank, what are you? Great grandma was more committed than that. It was three percent. He was a douche. Um, He's just a hundred percent douche. <laughs> 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 so I did have a coworker oh, tell man, me great great grandpa was like, We used to own you back in the day. You know that, right? I had a <laughs> and he's the only Hundred percent Palestinian. You think that ever took place in the Jewish Palestinian mixed household? I'm sure it did. I had I'm a. It did. I'm I, there was a lot of smack talking across those dinner yeah, tables. You think they've got a house divided uh, license plate, <laughs> bumper sticker? Yeah, just put it on their carriages and shit. Oh gosh. Oh man. I had. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I just want to. I had a coworker tell me that her grandma bought her and all of her family. Uh, DNA tests, and I asked her mm. why. 
<laughs> she was like, oh, you know, so we can tell what our ancestry is. I was like, no, why did she buy one for everyone in the family? I was like, is someone adopted? Because it was like a legitimate Juan, answer. Who isn't part of this family? Well, and that's what she goes. Like, she looked at me and goes, I never, I never thought of that. I was like, is she trying to, like, write, rewrite her will real quick and just try to get some background on y'all? Instantly what popped in my mind is, like, Grandma's trying to determine who's not on the will. <laughs> when I told her that, she was like, I could see it on her face. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same well, time Timmy's so screwed that's funny well and then well, when yes, I broke it to no, her my, she, uh, she when I broke it to her she was like oh I want to see like you know maybe my brother got different D, like you know different you know, makeup from mom and dad than I did I was like no it doesn't work that way that I was like <laughs> nationalities <laughs> do not pick and choose sides <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Well, it plays right into you guys know uh, Dog Show Dan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was giving him a hard time one time. Uh, and this is just a couple years ago, in fact. About uh, you know he's got the Indian license plate and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, you know if you if you cut yourself, you'd bleed out all your Native American blood. You know that t- that typical. Um, like he's the bare minimum one two hundred eighty fifth percent or whatever, right? And he's like, I know, I'm, I'm, I barely made it through, and uh, my younger sister's got even less Indian blood than I do. <laughs> and I'm like, the same parents as your parents. That makes no sense, Dan. And he had to think about it. And he's like, son of a bitch. He was just thinking like, she's younger than him, so actually she has less Native American blood. Diluted down by time. <laughs> oh, oh man, he's, he's been watching too many dog shows. Dude, yeah. Dog shows and marijuana. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good though. Um, so, can, go ahead. Uh, can you can you wind me up for uh, grinds my gears? Okay, All right. give me a second. Let's get you. Parker, tell me what's gonna get you all fired up. <laughs> Whenever you get out of the shower. And you have to take a shit immediately. Just the, the worst. Just the worst. It sets your day in just a bad progression of things. Because I don't know, half the time I'm like, man, should I just get back in the shower and like bidet it up a little bit longer? Oh. I don't know. It's just because it, oh, you're just hot. You get out of the shower, you're hot. Everything's still damp, right? You, even if you dry yourself off decently still damp down below and then you go sit on the toilet it's just not good first off know. doesn't matter how it doesn't doesn't matter how much you dry your ass off no. when you sit on the toilet it's like a fucking slip and slide it's just but can, we, can just, we can we get with the fact that americans just need to figure this bidet thing out oh my god y'all are Dude. y'all are making jay scream at his phone right now because right before i got him all fired up on ramen he was trying to sell us on bidets on these like bidets oh, that you can attach to your toilet seat he, it was like he was in a freaking multi-level marketing scheme for this bidet oh, company. He was selling the shit out of it. It was hilarious. Uh, sorry. D- yeah, Jay and I actually talked before we got on the cast tonight. I, it sounds um, like it. No, but I'll be honest. Bidets. Figure them out, America. You don't need to, you need, not everybody needs to have them. I don't even care. Just put a damn plug behind the toilet seat, please. So I can plug my bidet in. <laughs> you travel with <laughs> one? travel bidet. <laughs> It's just a garden no, hose that he shoves up his ass. 
buy a house now, no one puts a plug back there. No. In Europe, everywhere else, they put plugs back there, and it's for the bidet. So the bidet toilet seat. Jay showed me one that is it does does not require electricity. He, uh, can you send me that? He claims that because I, I told him I was like, I think that might be necessary because the water is going to come out ice cold on your asshole. That'll definitely happen. He said that it doesn't. He has not experienced that. However, mm. however, I don't trust that. <laughs> like, yeah, I know I, how I, cold the water is going to be. I'll be honest. Out. Ice cold, not the worst feeling in the world. You'll be fine. Ice cold yeah, on your that behold. doesn't solve the having to take a fat shit directly after a shower. Problem, but it might. Today or not today. It does it because might. you don't have the paper issue. You've got nothing. You just you rinse and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, the I, yeah but good, I feel dude, like you would still good, need dude. to wipe the water out, and then you, at that point, it would be like paper mache. No, you dab, yeah. you dab it off. You just dab it off. You Jay's big it. selling point was that he's, he has saved so much money in toilet buying toilet it's paper. True. I was like, dude, how much toilet paper are you buying? He, I, I was afraid he was going to start pulling out graphs and charts and shit. Well, okay, my grandpa growing up had the old saying, Four squares is all you need. Now, to me, that's a little depression era esque. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm more of an eight square dude. But yeah, um, fold that over. Yeah, with a bidet, it's a two square job. People, not even joking. Wait, Good bidet. It's wait, about so you are squares. still using two squares. You, you still use two squares, but well, you gotta you, you gotta just say, dry off. Have it, have it dry, man. There's no oh. Yeah, so it's. I it's feel a like lot it would less. stick to your ass, though. It does not. I don't okay. know what to tell you. I just it's know like... that it does. Okay, all right. Well, there's no uh, fecal matter left over, so yeah, d- definitely, dude. Get yourself one of those free floating bidets. Brian will send us. Some I just, I just sent you a link. It's called Lux, the Lux Bidet Neo One Eighty Five Elite Series all Fresh right. Wash Neo. Mechanical yeah. Bidet. You, you order yourself one of those. Parker, if you don't love it, I'll send you fifty bucks. How about that? Well, that's yeah. what it's, it's that's that's what it runs you on Amazon. Forty seven ninety five with Prime. All right. You get that. You get that. You use it for you gotta promise me you'll use it for thirty days. If after 30, 30 days you don't want it anymore, shoot it my way, I'll send you fifty bucks. Oh wait, no, are you gonna take it, hold on? Me 50 bucks. <laughs> are you gotta give me an honest review then? I just don't trust you. <laughs> You might love it, and because of the fifty dollars, you send, come back and be like, oh, Frank, you, I hate it." You cheap fuck, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the podcast, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Frank just wants your used bidet, Parker. He's like, and you use this only, right? Dude, Good. I will totally use that. But like, what if you're sitting, too, you're riding too far up on the seat or too far back, and it like sprays up the small of your back, or it sprays no, like that doesn't hit you in the face. If anything, it'll just it'll hit you right in the testicles. There's no yeah, around the back side like, of the side. Stretch out enough to, to hit you. Yeah, but that def- that like that whole defeats my whole purpose of the, what I told you guys. It'll happen drying once my or twice, my friends. It'll yes. happen once or twice. Get used to it. it's the it, this is the way to go. Like once you do this, you won't go back. I promise. Oh my I promise. god! Oh, Wait, so you've one. actually used one? Oh, dude, it's it. Yes. Many, many. This is what everybody in any civilized country uses. No one uses toilet paper. It's so bad for the environment. I mean, I would. Well, wow. I listen. <clears throat> I'm thinking. I've got to. I've got to make a return on Amazon. I'm honestly thinking about picking one up. I said it. I said it. 
I, I know Jay is screaming at his freaking phone right now, and I'll just go ahead and I'll hit it. Think about buying a bidet. I I support this decision. Well, I have, I do have a couple friends that swear by the uh, wet one. You know, wet wipe. Uh, those, those are even really, worse. Really, bad, really, really bad. Those for the are. Sewer system. Yeah, I was gonna say those can fuck up your plumbing in your home. Yeah, get like, ready to right. buy a very, very, very expensive gift from Roto Rooter yeah. in about two years. I want to share okay. with you my screen real quick because I found a sweet review of a bidet on Amazon, and I want you to see what the picture is showing. It is showing a balloon with some brown poo on it. Okay. And oh, the poo God. appears to be blurred out um, oh, on this rag here. I don't know what exactly is happening. I don't know what these pictures are supposed oh. to be showing. But it's, oh, how, how clean it makes you. I guess. But then they have to put in parentheses, it's a test, not real XXX. Oh, well, yes. It's I, not, you could have just said not real. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody would have understood that. I don't understand it's what the... X X X is for this is can't this can't you, be from America. You appreciate the fact that they got the balloon knot. <laughs> yeah, like how did they? There's only a couple ways that you get that unless you're doing it with a paintbrush. One of them is sitting on a balloon with a dirty bee hole. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's so nasty. It's too nasty. Uh, well, yeah, fellas, bidet is the way to do it. Here's I what promise you: you will not go back. Here's the reason I clicked I on this. The reason I clicked on this is because this one says hot one, self-cleaning, uh, fresh water, warm water mm-hmm. spray, non-electric mechanical bidet toilet You know seat. what this reads like? You know what this reads like? Like it was written in a Chinese factory trying to push bidets. Hold on. Let's see. Hot one. Every single thing in that is just a keyword. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Number four, women need to women need to clean before and after physiological period. The Licoria peculiar. What I I don't I have no idea. But But what is a peculiar smell during pregnancy and postpartum? Clean the anus. This is from the cellar. <laughs> Why wash with warm water? What do you mean? Wash the anus Wait. with warm water. Anal sphincter due to influence of water, column massage, and warm water moisturizing to improve oh. blood circulation. No, no. Frank, stop. A variety of bacterial stop. Anus stop. Read number six. Automatic work function that disabled people need in It says it says automatic work function, comma. The disabled person needn't worry about go to the toilet. I'm telling you, this reads like it was written in a Chinese factory pushing bidet. Oh yeah. Fuck says needn't. Needn't. I don't know. (laughs) Let's see the reviews. Let's see where we're at. Like the fucking sprayer from my kitchen sink. It, oh yeah, yeah. Those those literally are kitchen like kitchen sink sprayers. Let's see. Very flimsy, thin yeah, plastic. Like Suction cups didn't hold. Piece the of. And companies making money on bidets and the kitchen sink sprayers. It's like the uh, the companies that make the money on the septic tanks, but they also like. Oh, by the way, they're storm shelters. Storm shelters. <laughs> you just cut a little bit bigger hole in the top. Yeah. 
leave that part exposed. There's a ton on here. I feel like these are really sketchy. This one's black. That's pretty cool. It's a boss. Boss bidet. Damn, dude. Look at that. It's got 30-day guarantee. I'm going to put that through the ringer. Listen, this is fascinating bidet talk. I... I always like a good bidet talk because I'm I'm pushing bidets onto American society oh. and dude you can use our important. you can use our boss promo code and get two bidets for five percent off. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's our first sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> use promo code boss twenty seventeen on some random Amazon site that doesn't accept yep. promo oh, codes. Yeah. Okay, Brian, I need you to use your uh, your photoshopping skills and make a legit like Facebook Hold on. post. Like can I just say a marketing scheme selling bidets, please? I oh, see what I can do. And, and I'll sign Here's, up. Yeah, the first bidet you sell gets you two dollars. The next five collectively gets you fifty. <laughs> but it's 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 four hundred down to get you in the bidet world for starters. Yep. Bidet World, which is a place where we have bidet conventions. Bidets. So you get free admissions to Bidet World. Our uh, tagline. Our tagline. Air for is, not included. Air for not included. Can't do it. It's too expensive. Bidet all day, all day bidet. Todos los días. Do you all remember uh, on the other guys where the guy goes, "Free hot dogs for life" for Derek Jeter, and then the guy goes. What about soda? And he goes, no, can't do it. Can't do it. It's too expensive. Sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> so uh, silly. So, Parker, do you have any other uh, anything else that we can get sidetracked on for like 20 minutes and forget that you said shit to shower or shower to shit is annoying? Because, again, I do agree with you, bidet or not. Because he's sliding around like a like a newborn baby deer on the toilet yeah, seat. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you might as well just baby oiled your ass cheeks. Well, and I will say before pre bidet because I can't speak to after bidet. Uh, but pre bidet, I felt like I was never my my b hole was never clean. Mm. It just felt like I just kind of mushed some shit around in there. And it was, it was you all don't slick. Have a bidet? So what do you mean pre bidet? <laughs> well, I'm just saying when I get a bidet, I can report back oh. on what it's like. Duh. <laughs> Dude, for sure. Jeez. Yeah, no. I mean, post post bidet life is a very different world. Listen, that was 2017. Uh, BB, no, yeah. BD, BD. Like, but, but no, you go with BB before bidet. Yeah, that's what I meant. Damn yeah. it, that's good. There you go. So now 2018, moving forward, it'll be a AB. So yeah. no PB. Post bidet. Post bidet. My favorite yeah. is I can't wait to get pregnant so I can use it to clean my anus. I think that's a requirement that you have to be pregnant before you can use a bidet. So, yeah. If I'm blessed with the child. If I'm disabled, you needn't worry about go to the bathroom. (laughs) It's the post time of month uh, solution as well. It really is. It's It's good. Dude, I thought. That advertisement really says it all. I always thought that bidets were um, primarily for pooty poos. Uh-uh. You gotta wash that. You gotta wash that bussy real good. No, it's one hundred percent for your butthole. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's why it exists. You think most of these things that come from the eighteen hundreds were there for women? No. From sir. the eighteen hundreds. Hell yeah! But days have been around for forever. Are you They're sure? Old. Yes. I think it's because I think because Parker, I was, I, back in the day, Parker, man. I was Parker. I was with you. Like, 
I was had a peasant squirt their asshole with a water bottle. A bidet. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I was gonna say I, I I was with you for a good majority of my life of like oh it's just some some vag washing going on there because I looked at a bidet like because you always saw it glancing because I've never actually I mean it wasn't until I was much older that I actually saw one in person so every TV uh-huh. shot you saw of it it looked like a urinal like laid down kind of weirdly thank so you you're like oh cool there's no poo is not going down there is I mean that's why I you saw you admit it the first time did you pee in that bidet. Yeah, of course I did. No, I didn't. Because it was in a, it was in like a, I don't know where it was. It's like some I'll old tell, lady's I'll tell you house. One thing that's about to blow your mind in just a little bit. Finish. Oh, I'll finish tell you another thing. Doc Chef Dan drank out of one because he thought it was a water fountain when we were like eight. Shut there it is. up. There it is. Little kids do that all the time. I did that too. My brother did too. That y- y'all did that like last month though, right? Because no, this was when we were little kids. We used to drink and play in the bidet. Makes perfect sense. Please tell me you put your thumb over the faucet and squirted each other like it was a water hose. That explains a lot. Y'all were in the bathroom together playing, which is a whole different level of weird, huh? Yeah, I don't have a brother there, Brian. Sorry about you. Do what? You don't have any siblings, so you didn't take baths with siblings, did you? No, because my my, first off, I always thought that was weird. I do have siblings. But it would be like borderline. It would be full on inappropriate because they were like adults when I was a child. Someone's going to jail. <laughs> yeah. No. How much older than you are? Then? Uh, fourteen and seventeen. <laughs> so, yeah. No, there would be some real screwed up. Uh, they would have to run for Alabama Senate uh, later Mommy, on in Mommy. life. That would be. Fucking hilarious if you stumbled across a photo album with a 14 year old brother and you making That's what I was just thinking. It's like, you see, you see the baby photos of Brian just having his 14 year old brother next. So we used to joke about a buddy of mine whose sisters were older, like about that age older than him. And uh, like we got to middle school age, and we were like, "Oh, please tell me your sisters took a bath with you." <laughs> Just tell me what it was like. <laughs> Parker, your two kids take baths together, right? They do, but they're sixteen months apart. Yeah, it was, and no, they're also children. Saying, yeah, we were twenty-four months apart. So yeah. It's... yeah, because uh, yeah. Parker, no, I remember taking baths with my middle brother. Yeah. I meant playing in the ba- and like playing in the toilet with one another, not necessarily not in like, the t- okay around it, dude. It's you, not big enough for a. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on in there. A little baby drowning in the bidet. Sorry, forgot him in there. Hey man, I've Another seen bonus. That is a little kid bass station. Oh my god! Pretty perfect for it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Add that as a selling point on your multi-level. Oh yeah, should, good. Hold on, it's I gotta separate, write that down. Most people install these things not as part of the toilet seat, but as a separate utensil. In their bathroom. Oh yeah, so, yeah, sure. The whole separate thing. It's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, you, you, know, see, you saw him in the Dominican, right? Yeah, you know who your number one supporter is going to be, Brian. This is going to be the first team member that you sign up underneath you. Yeah. It's going to be our buddy Roden and Field supporter Villem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. He's probably going to buy his play. He, he's been through all of them. Yeah. He's yeah. a pampered chef and Roden Fields and Advocare. Well, uh, Advocare and Sensi. It works. I really it think works. the only reason he's going to be purchasing one is because he wants to recreate his favorite childhood memories. Well, s- what he wants to do is he wants to get in on the uh, ground floor of the bidet. He does. Dude, 
I really wish I had access to a giant stage and some stage lighting because I would dress up in a ridiculous suit and run out to an empty crowd and really give a fired up, passionate speech about why all of you in this audience today <laughs> are going to leave here millionaires. And we'll just pipe in some fake clapping and shit. And we'll just yeah. have poo balloons on the screen behind me. <laughs> <laughs> And then have them run over like 19 toilets with hot coals in them with the days. <laughs> you're, you're getting a bidet. You're getting a bidet. Today is your bidet. You, Do what? Remember that? The fucking Tony Robbins incident that happened just down the road from you earlier this year? Oh, yeah. And, and Tony Robbins, like people who attended the conference and had to be hospitalized because they're taking selfies on the hot coals. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> so stupid. You could get you could get up here and be anything that you want. I'm Tony Robbins. I'm gonna take my check and I'll be at the hotel. Y'all figure this shit out. Those people are just destined for failure. Like those those people that burn their feet on the hot coals because they took selfies are probably some of the same bunch that uh after OSU beat OU in two thousand eleven and all those idiots broke their ankles and legs because they jumped off like a 14-foot wall off the side. Yeah. yeah. I can make this on any given day. I would never do this. Never, but I'm so amped up because we won. 14-foot yeah. drop. Ladies and gentlemen, what he's talking about is when uh, the OSU student section decided – wasn't the student section that decided to rush yeah. the field? Uh, yeah. And the old stadium – there was a 14-foot drop from the top of the wall down to the surface of the field, and people were jumping over it, and it was like a scene from like a World War II documentary where people were jumping over a wall to get met by like German machine guns or Japanese machine gun bunkers, and they were just getting their legs shot out from underneath them by the, by the bi bad bitch of gravity, just <laughs> bringing their asses down. Ah... <laughs> uh... Man, you can't face stupid. No, it's listen. Charging the court is one thing. Charging a football field—that's a different wall. beast. That's a totally yeah. different beast. I mean that—that that is a special kind of well, stupid. It's also eight thousand people rushing a court versus potentially twenty thousand people rushing a field. Yeah, because your alumni, <laughs> your your alum aren't aren't rushing the field, and if they are, they deserve every broken hip they get. And Dude, you're 45. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Rick, get out of here. <laughs> you're no one's hero right now. Stop. <laughs> Graduated the other day. Uh -huh. Did you guys talk about uh, the OU loss? No, we um, we were talking about happier things, like me being Jewish and stuff. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Who? You know, he always conveniently leaves out the 2% Palestinian. I'm not. Okay. I don't understand why he's doing that. It's, Are you embarrassed? No, it's because I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> honestly, I thought it was fucking stupid. Brian right now. now, Brian, where, honestly, where do you think uh, Which side the capital of Israel is, is located? Uh, it's just outside of D's. <laughs> it's outside of D's nuts. Uh, I knew could figure where that was going. Got him. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. House divided. Real it quick sucks. before. <laughs> God damn it! I like it's. 
<laughs> Whatever. All right, y'all enjoy it. Before we go, do you uh, do you want to give a prediction on the national championship game next week? Oh man, I know there's not going to be any seventeen percent Jews playing in it. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Brian. I, that was a pretty good one. No, they're not. I have they're... any Jewish football players in there? Oh, not very many. Huh? No, like four. <laughs> they're all kickers. Same. I'm just kidding, man. Like, uh, I love you, and you know, I know it's, it's not cool to wear like a bandana underneath your hard hat. OSHA is not cool with that. Um, I wonder if the same applies for a yarmulke underneath a football helmet. I actually Let's, think the yarmulke underneath anything is illegal in in, in like Jews. totally Hasidic Jews. Yeah. Well, I mean. D- d- there are other other sects of Judaism that wear yarmulkes besides Hasidic Jews. No, 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 but they're the most intense. And Hasidic so like, Jews aren't aren't wearing yarmulkes; they're wearing other little hats. They do wear a lot of different hats, but they're men the, of hat, many the hats. hat there is supposed to be the only thing separating you from God, I believe. I wear a lot of different hats in, at my job too. That's <laughs> 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 terrible. <laughs> my dad was in Jeru- Jerusalem uh, two years ago, and he said the Hasidic Jews were like hardcore. Yeah, and they're not very nice people. I'll be honest; they're not. They were like yelling people. prayers at people and <laughs> pacing back and forth on the Wailing Wall and whatever else. Like that's, that's kind of their job, though. Like that's literally what they've been brought here to do. Yeah, and I mean, like you can see a little fucking. <laughs> Sorry, go, go look up. Go look up. No, 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 no joke here. Go no, look up. No, there's a joke here. Hasidic, Hasidic, Jewish violence in Brooklyn towards uh, other races, mainly black people. Okay, um, they, it's it's pretty bad. It's not I'll look it's it up. Not nothing to laugh about. It's it's. But horrible. back to Brian's. This is their job. Like I envisioned, like a, a little uh, punch clock, like a time clock there over on the side <laughs> of the. Dome of the Rock or something where they're like going punch their time card and then they yeah. Wave Jim, where are you going after lunch? <laughs> it's my two hours. Uh, I was thinking TGI Fridays for lunch. <laughs> we can't do that. That's some pork ribs. Stupid. They don't report back to. And then there's a thank all of it's Fridays just down the street. <laughs> It's across the it's across the street. It's it's yeah. you got to go the other side. Yeah, fence in between. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure um, we don't hear each other. National championship predictions. Uh, as much as I want Georgia to win, I think Dick Saban is probably going to pull off his fifth victory in the last eight years, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, which is a fucking testament to Alabama football. I mean, nobody can take that from them. Yeah. I, uh, I'd agree. Uh, I'm going to go with Alabama as well. Unfortunately, I do believe the trailer park boys are going to win another one. Um, I've got, yeah. Anybody with that, like amount of incest, just rampant should not be this successful at football. Lousy with incest. (laughs) <laughs> do you think I see, I want to be I want to hold out hope for the underdog here and uh, I want to root for Georgia just because I underdog because their mascot's a dog I like it underdog D-A-W-G go dogs go underdogs the underdogs 
Um, the, the, <laughs> I, I can't wait for some giant scandal to come out that Nick Saban's been like, I don't know, S and D's to get, to get recruits to come to Alabama. That would make me happy that Nick Saban's you know, just queer as shit. If Nick Saban is a squeaky clean dude, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's no way that people should be that way. Like you've got to have some dirt on your fingernails, like some hooker that you stabbed when you were in college. Something like, I need <laughs> like, something. If the worst thing he ever did was a fly by night coach for the Miami Dolphins, who another franchise I absolutely hate. If that's the worst thing he ever did, I'd be like, oh my god, what a saint! Like yeah. football, yeah. that is a saint. Yeah, I know. It annoys the bejesus out of me. Like no yeah. head hunting scandal, no nothing. No, mm-hmm. no fucking Adidas scandal or yeah, renting yeah hotels well, with hookers. I mean, was was whatever uh, Rick Pitino, the dude from Louisville, he's exactly as sleazy as he appears to be. Yes, right. Like yeah. slick back hair, looks like he worked for the New York mob as a hitman when he was nine. <laughs> Like perfect, perfect resemblance, and then it comes out, and you're like, "Oh, for sure, there's no doubt, he totally did the AAU skate. He probably ran the thing." Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I've never heard a single thing about Paid for strippers to... to touch kids. No one, I don't know. Hey, yeah, there's no Sandusky no, stuff going I, on. I bet he pays players. I bet he paid to start off. He paid players. Can almost I, guarantee it. We I mean, Alabama football sucked. Remember OSU beat them yeah. eight yeah, years ago, yeah. nine years ago. It's been yeah. a while. We did. We, we still have an undefeated record against Alabama this decade. Well, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it. under Nick Saban, uh, Gundy is the only coach who's got a perfect record against against Nick mm-hmm. Saban from like since he got to Alabama. So there's that. Suck on that, D Bama fans. Yeah. You guys want a rematch? Have you guys yeah, I think seen they might. <laughs> how expensive tickets to the national title game are? Yes. They yeah, are these absurd. are two fan bases. Well, okay, so Georgia, one thing you need to know, Georgia has some really, really wealthy alumni, right? Yes. And then, I mean, they take a home equity loan out on the trailer house in Tuscaloosa. So, yeah. Got at least 10 grand there. Well, so, and- that's what happened. Tuscaloosa, it's all home equity loans. They get to the game. Georgia, they're paying cash and probably tipping the servants less. Dude, they... the other day on StubHub, uh, the big uh, the big purchase of the day was 10 uh, 50-yard line, like front row seats um, for on the Alabama side, and the, the grand total was $104,000 and some change. I didn't say nobody didn't sell their trailer house. Or the whole trailer park. Yeah. Um, But yeah, most of the average cost is like sixteen hundred to two thousand two hundred dollars for a shitty seat at a football game. Yep, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. It's essentially a home game for Georgia. Yeah, seventy miles down the road. Yeah, that should play into their advantage, home field advantage at least. But I have a coworker. Let's hope. Hey, let's hope in four weeks we're discussing. The Vikings playing the Super Bowl at home, Brian. Let's. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've. Are, you have an exhaust leak in your house tonight. What happened? <laughs> I know the last time I said that. Yeah. Brett Favre threw an interception on the forty-five yard line. We could have kicked the field goal. You fucking asshole! Yeah, Brett Favre Brett was Favre playing. Favre never should have been at the Vikings. Yeah, no. 
All right, all right. You know, some people have hurt feelings over the fact that we made it to the NFC Championship no, game. No, no, no. Brett Favre should have been still playing fucking pickup football games in the field with his Wrangler pants on and his copper well, his well, copper bracelets. All right. So if we make it this year, what's going to be your excuse? Dude, I'll bet you. I'll bet you fifty bucks right now. They don't. Oh, okay. Fine. First round by <laughs> face two teams. We almost be. That's fine. Okay. Well, virtual right. handshake. Well, I'm gonna go get myself a 23 and me so I can be 20 percent Jewish. So, well, you do that. <laughs> Except, uh, I think you're missing a chromosome. So, he's got a <laughs> he's got an extra one. I, yeah, oh, I thought that was entry criteria. No, no, you don't want that extra one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I love everybody. But it is kind of funny that Brian has 17% Jew. And how much German? It's like more than 17%. Definitely a house divided there. <laughs> Just an internal yeah. fracture. Oh, I made oh, some, the by the way, by the way, people at home who are like 17% doesn't even mathematically make sense. I made that number up a while back for the for the joke. We went with 17. There's somebody. There's somebody. Hey. I don't even ooh. What are we getting at here, Brian? Is there a confessional about the pig <laughs> Were you lying this whole time? Have we no. been ragging on Brian's Judaism because he's actually not Jewish? No. I made a stinger for it. I don't know. Mazel, motherfucker. It's pretty official at that point. <laughs> so, anyway. Now, uh, I'm going to wrap because I am exhausted. I'm going to bed. Uh, so, thank you very much for joining us here on Nobody Left Behind. Be sure to subscribe, which you probably already have if you've gotten to this point of the podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome and hope you come back and see us again at your favorite podcast directory. We're on uh, Stitcher, iTunes. We're also on the Google Play Store as well as TuneIn, the Amazon uh, podcast directory that Alexa uses. So that's fun. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast, Facebook.com backslash NoBeerLeftBehind. So I think I think we've done a good job here tonight. We've really broken down the bidet multi-level marketing scheme. Uh, we've exposed uh, Frank's uh, venison chili recipe in depth. And yeah. we've really explored what can get at Parker's b-hole. And that's shit after a shower. So if you need anything else, I think you're going to have to wait until next time. For Brian, here in North Texas, I'm out. For Parker, Beverly, pregnant in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm out. Damn it. For Frank, uh, in far, far south, Round Rock, Texas, uh, just wanted to let you know that Brian is fantastic. I'm sorry. I accidentally hit the goddamn reggae horn. What did you say? It's possible that he's not that good of a dude now. <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Please send Brian some reconciliation letters so that he feels better about his latest findings in the 23andMe diaries. And um, <clears throat> everybody out there, go get yourself a bidet. I'm out. Beer.